What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me is Adam Rodas. And, well, if you've been listening to the Fantasy Alarm Show on Sirius XM, well, it's uh, some extra doses of Bender and Ronis. The Bronis. Huh. How have we not done that, Adam? Come on, right? I think that works for us. That could work, yeah. Bronis. Hmm. I like it. I like it. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to do. It. Listen, all the all the great duos have that kind of thing now. I mean, doesn't doesn't always have to be a romantic couple, does it? No, definitely not. See, there it is. Um, so welcome in everybody, and uh, it's it's a wonderful, wonderful time to uh, take a look at some NFL spreads. So uh, you know, I mean, listen. The waiver wire, we've talked about this, right, Adam? I mean, the waiver wire looks bleak. It looks disgusting. We're going to have some ugly lineups. I think betting the game is going to be much more entertaining than watching some of my fantasy matchups. Uh, that remains to be seen. I think you wanted to give me an automatic yes, but looking at some of these lines this week, uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm not very high on anything right now, and maybe – we talked through it. Maybe that changed my mind, but uh, there's not a lot I like this week. Do you agree or are you opposite of me? I think these matchups are horrendous this week, like horrendous. Um, I don't, I think we're going to see a lot of bad football. We're going to see a lot of, you know, teams beating up on, on crap teams. And we're going to see crap teams facing crap teams. Give us some crappy football, right? I mean, it's not, yeah, there's nothing except like, Panthers, Giants, ew. Falcons, Dolphins, yuck. Um, you've got like, you know, Eagles, Raiders. That doesn't entice me. And then you've got your blowout games that you're looking at, um, which aren't. I think I think Colt, San Francisco, probably, and um, and Cincinnati, Baltimore. Those are those are the two games that interest me the most for uh for this week, just for from uh from an entertainment standpoint. No, I agree. It's amazing how bad the schedule looks when the Dallas Cowboys don't play. What? Really? <laughs> really? You're going to go? Wait, all, wait, wait, wait. You're going to go all Jim Bowden on me now? No. Well, let's be real, though. You you cannot tell me that the Cowboys are not a fun team to watch. Right? Well, I could definitely say that they're a fun team to watch. Yes. Okay. At least you're being fair. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You were just stating facts, right, Adam? Exactly. I'm all about <laughs> spitting facts. <laughs> well, in honor of uh, of you going Jim Bone and us being on the Andy Up podcast, let me just say fuck that. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, for two hours on the radio with you not being able to like really say the words that I want to say um, might get some extra love and attention. On, yeah, having our feet taken away for two hours. It's it's difficult, man. It's difficult, especially when when we're sitting there, and we're like doing things with like like flush or crush with Drew Loftus. Right. I mean, if we could just if we could just say the word shit on the air yeah, without it would be so much better. Oh, my God. It would be unbelievable. It would be unbelievable. Maybe one, one of these days we're going to have to do a little flush or crush the uncensored version. We'll bring Drew Loftus on here for uh, for a little guest appearance. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Potty mouth, Bender and Ronus. Um, all right, let's talk early leans for NFL week seven. This is like, I mean, 
if if we're if we're really really into a bet, we'll tell you that we're really into it. And if if we think it's something that you should bet now, we'll tell you that. But these are just these aren't picks. These are leans, just to kind of because you're still gathering a bunch of information uh, on a number of these games and a lot of these players. So just so you folks out there uh, understand that, um, we'll start off Thursday night game: uh, Broncos Browns. Uh, Browns are at home. They're laying two points. And it's just, there's, there's a lot going on in this game. Obviously the, the Browns, they don't have Baker Mayfield. They don't have Nick Chubb. They don't have, um, uh, Kareem Hunt either. Uh, but they're going up against Denver. And I mean, is, is there a whole lot to like here for Denver? You know, yeah, you got Cortland Sutton. And if Teddy Bridgewater can put it together, we'll see. Maybe you're going to get like a, a breakout game from Javante Williams if Melvin Gordon is still banged up and he doesn't, you know, and he get, they limit his touches at all. But I'm looking at this game here, Adam. I got to be honest with you. With all the injuries, I think I think Baker Mayfield not playing is actually a plus for Cleveland here. I think Cleveland's defense holds. I'm taking the Browns and I'm laying the two. Uh, I don't like this game at all. I, I don't know what to think. Uh, I, I would think that the Browns play decent here. They need this game, man. They had high expectations here. And if you look at their losses this year, none of them are bad losses. I mean, in terms of the opponent, right? Chiefs, right. Chiefs, Cardinals, and Chargers. I mean, those are all good teams. Um, but they really need a victory here. Uh, one number does stand out, man. Um, if you like trends, Teddy Bridgewater, 23 and four against the spread on the road, man. But he's really banged up too. He's dealing with two injuries. So I, I would take the Browns, but I want no part of this game. Uh, yeah, I don't really want any part of this game either, but I'm, I'm going to lean Browns though on the points. I mean, listen, I just, you know, it, it's funny, you know, Craig Mish actually brought up a, a really good point when we were talking about, it because like, like he knows how much, you know, I hate Pat Shermer, you know, just a very vanilla offensive coordinator, but he also brought up the fact that um, the defense doesn't have to wait for the snap count. Like every single play, the Broncos run, they wind the play clock down. So it's not even like you're catching the defense off guard. The, uh, the defense is just looking at the clock and then, you know, once it hits the one second mark, they're like, OK, now they're going to snap the ball. And, I, and, you know, it's kind of a it, it's a very interesting point to uh, to bring up, especially when you've got a defense as strong as Cleveland's. Well, that's why these fast paced teams who run a lot of plays and keep the defense off balance are better. I mean, I don't understand why you don't need <laughs> to see that. I think actually in one of the Manning cast, um, damn, we haven't had one in a while. Kind of missed that. When are we get oh, maybe this uh, week? October 25th. That's the next one. I believe that is the next one. Yes. Oh, damn. So we have to wait. Well, uh, okay. I mean, they should. They really need them this one day for Seattle and the Saints. But, um, but Nick Saban was on there talking about that. Like, I think it was a Philly was playing and they were running fast-paced offense. He was like, "Yeah, man, the defense doesn't have time to set up." So, I don't know why te teams don't do it more. So, uh, yeah. I mean, they're just this team is. Too much talent to be this bad. It's obviously bad coaching, no question about it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's hit the Sunday games here. We'll start with the early bunch and the game that that I think is really the only one that I, I really want to watch. Uh, Bengals Ravens. Um, 
Ravens are at home getting six and a half. Big test game here for Cincinnati. Can they put their big boy pants on and beat the big bad Ravens? Or at least cover the spread. Yeah, I mean, it's a close call because, you know, if you look at the Bengals, how they've been, you're going to just see numbers that don't favor them. But I do think this is a different team. Uh, Bengals are fifth in defensive DVOA. Uh, They've been good against the run. You know, will that continue? Um, Because, again, this is probably their biggest test of the year. Baltimore has obviously dealt with a lot of injuries in that backfield. You know, the uh, veterans that they're going with. Baltimore has had a lot of things break their way, but they take advantage of it. They do this every year. You know, they, they find ways to win. Um, but I, I will take the points. I'm not like extremely confident about it, but I, I do think this Bengals team is different from years past. So I lean towards taking the points. You know, just because you said that right there, you know, because this is not the, the same Bengals team that we're used to. And, and I agree with you. It's not. But the last time I said that about a team was the Chargers, and then the Chargers went and they uh, uh, and then they got their asses whooped, right? And and the whole offense didn't show up last week, and uh, and that crushed me. Uh, and it, it happened against these uh, these Ravens. So you know, listen, I love the improvements that Cincinnati is doing, um, but for the same token, while the the Ravens defense isn't what it used to be. Um, I don't know. There's just something about this line that's telling me that uh, under a touchdown, uh, you know, I think the Ravens can win this one by seven. So uh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the home team here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points. Ooh, two favorites. I never do it. two favorites. Come on, I never do that. Maybe I can find an underdog here. How about Washington going up against Green Bay? Um, Green Bay is uh, is laying seven and a half. Now, we talked about this game uh, on Fantasy Alarm Show. Uh, this open, you said this opened at 10. Last I had seen, it was nine and a half. Now it's only a seven and a half point game. Uh, talk to me about your thoughts here. Yeah, I think it actually was high as 10 and a half at one point. So I'm not sure why this line is moving so much because I was on Washington when it was that high, um, thinking that they can keep it close. I mean, look, you look at it and Green Bay at home, everything screams Green Bay, right? After week one, they got embarrassed by the Saints and they've won five since. They're actually five and one against the spread, too. Um, and we know how bad Washington is defensively. Um, but in Washington is not good against the spread either. They're one and five against the spread. So all those trends seem to point to Green Bay. Uh, but I, I think Washington could keep this close. So um uh, and green, and this could be a look ahead spot for Green Bay too. Uh, their next two games on the road: Arizona on Thursday, uh, a week from tomorrow, or a week from today, if you're listening to it on Thursday. Uh, so that would be week eight, uh, to be technically correct. And then they go to Kansas City. So um, I'm going to take the points. Taking the points. All right. I, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of, I was, I was with you there also when it was like, when I saw it at nine and a half, um, I was in on, on Washington. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily know, like, I don't think like Green Bay's defense doesn't, you know, doesn't scare me at all. And I don't think their secondary works very well without Jair Alexander. So I do think that Heineke can, you know, kind of, kind of keep it close enough. 
the fact that I'm getting the hook and it's not, you know, not the other way, it's not a six and a half. Um, I think Washington can come within a touchdown here. So I'm, I'm with you on that one uh, for sure. Uh, Miami hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Home dog here getting two and a half. I, you know, I, I think that there are, there are a lot of people who are very much in on Miami. Um, now they went to England and they lost, but you did see some good stuff there from Tua and Jalen Waddle. Um, Falcons are coming in though, off of a bye. You'd like to think that they've uh, they've kind of righted the ship a little bit. The offensive line has had time to like breathe now and kind of figure some stuff out. I don't love Miami's pass rush that that it's going to you know scare the uh, the Falcons off- uh, offensive line too much. So I'm actually in on the Falcons here, laying the two and a half. Um, and I'm I'm curious to see whether or not it really affects uh, a team not having the uh, not taking off for the bye week after after a London game. Yeah, I'm taking Miami. Atlanta should not be favored on the road against anyone. Their two wins are against the Jets and the Giants. Come on. <laughs> so I can't take them as road favorites. I, I Miami obviously clearly is underachieved. Uh, the loss to Jacksonville obviously was brutal. Um, uh, they they had big losses to the Bills and Bucks, but those are two of the top teams, and they've been close to the other games. So I'm going to take Miami getting the points. Uh, Atlanta's 30th in pass defense DVOA, so uh, I think Tua can put up some numbers here. The so. bye week. They fixed everything over the bye week. Exactly. Yeah, it's all fixed. All fixed, 100%. Arthur Smith's got it all grooving and moving now. All right, fine. We can be on opposite sides there. I'm fine with that. Jets, Patriots. Ugh. I, you know, I mean, <sighs> Jets coming off a bye, man. That's huge. Uh, no, uh, Belichick just seems to toy with the Jets, no matter how many times he plays them. I'm not picking this game. If it goes up to seven and a half, I'd be on the Jets. I think uh, Patriots just don't. I mean, I know they embarrassed the Jets the first time around. I think that was, what, week two? It's rare. Yeah. We're getting another matchup here already. So at least for Jets fans, the good news is you'll be done with New England after this week. But they just don't blow teams out. I mean, they had trouble with the Texans. And, you know, the whole, well, Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Davis Mills was fine. Right. So seven points is a lot for New England. So I'm kind of with you. Don't really feel strong. But if it gets to seven and a half, I might, I might lean towards the Jets. But yeah, I just don't really feel strongly about this one. I, you know what I feel? You know why I feel like the, the Patriots are, are a seven-point favorite here, right? Because of how many points they put up on the Cowboys, right? Like, Cowboys yeah. ended up covering the spread in that game. Um, you know, I mean, I was on the side with the Patriots over the Cowboys. And, you know, I mean, I was you know, I was in it till the very end. And, you know, if uh, if Trevon Diggs doesn't get, you know, if, if, he, if he doesn't run that touchdown back, if he gets tackled there, Dallas kicks the field goal and I win the points. So. Oh, if Dak doesn't fumble at the goal line, he scores the touchdown. We can do this all day. If Woody had gone to the police, this would never have happened. Exactly. And if I would have gotten someone pregnant, I would have a kid by now. Ooh, yeah, well, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that escalated quickly. It did, right? Where are we going with this? I was just saying, like it, you, we were there at the very end. Like no, the I Patriots, know, if you were if you were on the Patriots in the points, you were in it till the very end of that game. 
I mean, Dallas dominated that game yardage wise. They just turned they they turned it over twice in the end zone. But they couldn't, but they weren't great. That's their problem. They're not great defensively. They're, you can move the ball on them. And uh, they've allowed quarterbacks to put up big numbers. They've just been, they've been getting tar- turnovers. I don't know if they lead the NFL in turnovers or they're definitely near the top. And you know, that's going to be a concern for them if they have games where they can't get them. But we, we do see teams, uh, I think Miami was a team last year. You, they just forced a lot of turnovers. They did. Yeah, that was oh, it was great using their defense for DFS the whole time. Um, all right, so uh, neither one of us want to touch that game. How about how about Panthers Giants? Do we want to touch that one? <laughs> Giants are are a three point home dog here to Carolina. Sam Darnold playing some of the ugliest football we've seen, um, and yet you know I look at the Giants. I'm like, you know, is there is there anything special about this team that you know that that says that they can uh, they can win this one. I don't know, man. What do you think? Yeah, it's just it's tough to to get a read on the Giants right now with everything they're going. Um Panthers are 8-1 against the spread their last nine road games. Um they do have a good defense that can create some pressure. We know if you create pressure on Daniel Jones, he did a good job the first several weeks of not turning it over and then last week uh we remembered, oh yeah, Daniel Jones, three interceptions and a fumble. So Kadarius Tony's out. Galladay might have been back. So there's a lot of issues for the Giants right now um, offensively. So uh, tough to trust Carolina. Uh, they did get off to a good start, but we've seen against bad teams they could take advantage. So I lean Carolina, but again, don't feel strongly on this one. Again, I don't think we feel strongly about any of these games, Adam. Not one of them. Um, I will, um, I, I will, I will lean. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I think I'm leaning giants in the points at home. I just, you know, I, I know their defense isn't good and, and Darnold isn't playing well, but I just, uh, there's nothing special about Carolina right now. And I mean, we were supposed to say, you know, their defense looked great for the first three weeks. Right. And it's, um, and just a lot of mistakes, man. Like, you know, uh, it was the, uh, you know, the blocked punt that did them in the, the you know, two weeks ago. But, you know, this past week, I mean, there was just no excuse for, for Minnesota to put up 14 points on them like that in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was, it was terrible. Um, so I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll I, in, in a game like this, I'm with you. I don't, I don't love it at all, but I, I want to be on the side of the points then at least. Would love it if it went up to three and a half. That would make me smile. If it went down to two and a half, then I'd, uh, then I'd cry. Uh, Kansas City, Tennessee, uh, Chiefs are favored on the road here, five and a half. Tennessee, man, I mean, listen, you know, it, it's kind of funny because when I look at a game like this, and you know, like Tennessee winning outright on Monday night football, Derrick Henry looks like an absolute beast. You know, we're going to talk about the fact that the Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs anymore. And, you know, they're not this like, you know, superhuman team. Uh, whatever, you know, like that's, that's the, the narrative that's coming in here, which makes me think that, you know, the public's going to be like, you got to go with the Titans here and Derrick Henry and the Chiefs suck against the run. And yet I think Mahomes is going to, uh, torch the secondary. That's I'll, what take, I'm worried. I'll take the I'll, Chiefs. Yeah. I'm worried about that too. Uh, I kind of feel Tennessee feels like a trap here. You know, they're coming off a real emotional win. Public, like, like, like in, in the public eye too, like to do it on Monday night football when everybody's watching that game. 
Right. Um, and tennis, Kansas City's putting up points. I mean, we're not saying anything that no one doesn't know. They're going to do it. Tennessee's terrible defensively. They have injuries. Kansas City's going to put up points. The question is, are they going to do enough defensively to keep Tennessee from covering this? Uh, because their defense is terrible. They did a pretty good job against Washington last week, but I think Tennessee's offense better than Washington. Chiefs have been terrible against the spread over like a year and a half now, but I think I'm leaning Kansas City. I think I'm I'm with you on that. I feel like Tennessee might be a trap here. Yeah, I feel like that too. No doubt. All right, um, we're gonna got the those are the those are the early games. Wow, that was uh, that was pretty quick run through the early games. I keep forgetting six teams are on a bye, so we don't have a lot of ground to cover here, really. Um, but we'll do the uh, the the 4 p.m. game Sunday night, Monday. Uh, in just a few moments after we uh, hear from our sponsors. So we'll be right back right after this. All right, Adam, here we go with the uh, the afternoon games. And this is where it gets really ugly. This is where the spreads are, are, are super big. And I guess, you know, we can kind of, you know, kind of lump them all together here because we talked about this on, on Fantasy Alarm uh, on Sirius XM yesterday. And, you know, Rams are a 14 and a half point favorite over the Lions. Cardinals are a 17 and a half point favorite over the Texans. And then the Bucks are a 12 point favorite over the uh, over the Bears. And I just feel like one, if not two of these uh, dogs are going to cover. And I hate them all. Like, I just, you know, I, I, I hate every single one of their, you know, the, I hate the Texans and I hate the Lions and the Bears. I'm just like, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, they're kind of a non-entity there. But I feel like the Bears... Uh, stand the greatest chance to to cover uh, off of this one here. I don't love it, but I definitely I would take Bears and the points. Um, I lean that way too. Uh, Tampa Bay is just not really blown teams out, and their defense isn't good. They still have issues in the secondary. I know the Bears' offense has really not put it together on the fields, but you know I could see this being a ten point game for sure. So I agree there. I think I would take the points with the Texans. I know it's risky. It's dicey. Uh, but they have shown that they can be competitive this year. And again, Arizona in a look ahead spot, they play week eight Thursday against Green Bay. That's a that's going to be a pretty big game. I mean, you could see both those teams. Um, I mean, I don't think Arizona loses here, so they could go into that game seven and oh, and Green Bay can go in six and one um, on Thursday night. So uh, this could be a look ahead spot. And again, Arizona could can win this by 16 and not cover. So it's a lot of points for an NFL team. Um, and it feels like a letdown spot. I mean, Arizona had that letdown spot against San Francisco. It's just San Francisco could do nothing offensively. And they just, uh, you know, caught the Browns in a position where a lot of injuries. Either way, they they probably would have won. But so they've, they've had some impressive wins this year, man. They've beaten the Rams. Uh, so everything looks good for them. But 17 and a half is a lot. So I would take the Texans again. I'm not like, yeah, go ahead and bet it um, <laughs> for a lean. And I, I think the Rams probably have the best bet to cover. Um, Detroit's just been so bad. Um, some of the games that they've stayed close, a lot of things broke their way. The San Francisco game week one with the onside kick, um, the game against Green Bay, you know, the second half they got stomped upon. And I know at times the Baltimore game was competitive and, you know, they, they had the other, what was the game that they had the tough loss? Oh, the Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so, and here, here's the thing too, right? Who knows the most about Jared Goff, bro? Sean McVay. He knows all his weaknesses, clearly. 
because uh, he didn't want him there. So uh, this could be uh, a situation where maybe this gets ugly. Yeah, I, I agree with you here that this is the game where I think that I would lay the points. I agree. You know, Houston against Arizona, laying that many points, um, you know, and having a 47 and a half uh, game total, which is actually it's like the I think it's like the third highest uh, on the slate. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah Chiefs, very Titans are the, are the big one at 57 and a half. Uh, maybe it's the fourth, fourth highest there. Yeah, because you got. Uh, Eagles Raiders, uh, which is a, a 49 and a half. So I, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I could see the Texans doing the, uh, the, the cover job on there. So, all right. Bears are, are a cover for me. Texans are a cover for me. I'm with you on the Rams. I think they can, uh, I think they can just beat the snot out of the, uh, out of the lions. Terrible. They're terrible. Horrible. Blah. Eagles Raiders, uh, Raiders at home now coming off of that big, big win against the Broncos. Uh, Three-point favorites here against the Eagles. How do you like that? Yeah, I think the line is fair. Uh, lean Raiders, but I don't know. It's it's always difficult for me to trust the Raiders, man. Like whenever you think, all right, the Raiders are, are a decent team, they have a letdown spot. Uh, Philly, I know, has not looked good. Hurts has definitely not played well. Excellent from a fantasy perspective. Not good in real life. Um, lean the Raiders, but again, I don't feel strongly about that one. Yeah, I don't really feel strongly about it in any way, shape, or form either. Uh, you know, I mean, the Eagles are bad, but you know, it's like it's like when something like this happens, when the Raiders have that big game and then they come back and you know, home game and you expect them to win. I almost want the uh, Jalen Hurts and taking those points there. So I'll lean the Eagles on this one. I'm not gonna love it, but. Sunday night football, Colts on the road in San Francisco. Uh, Niners coming off of a bye. Colts are, uh, well, they play, played pretty well with, uh, with with Carson Wentz there, but, you know, they lost Paris Campbell. T.Y. Hilton's banged up. Um, this is a tough one for me. I mean, it really is. I kind of I kind of think I would just take the Niners because they're home um, and they're coming off the bye. I, I really. I don't necessarily know if I, if I just don't have a good read on the Colts right now, but I really don't know what to make of the uh, of of this team, like what their what their identity really is. I feel that way about San Francisco. It's like <laughs> we don't know like which team we're gonna get. It sounds like Jimmy G is gonna start this week. Uh, Lance still dealing with a knee injury. Jimmy G with the calf, but it sounds like he's gonna go. Um, you know the Colts. Colts really need this game. You know, it looked like they were in distance of the division and then Tennessee pulls out that win. That would have made it interesting if Tennessee lost. Um, so the Colts are probably going to have to win the division to get in. Uh, but they've been playing much better, uh, played well on the road. So I'm going to take the Colts getting the four. I just it's tough to know. Like this 49ers team has talent, but I don't know what to make of them right now. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. It's a tough game to call. Again, I think a lot of these games this week are. Uh, yeah, it really is. There's some weeks like that. And you have to keep in mind, I know people listening. Oh, look at these fucks. They won't take a stand. Uh, first of all, this is the preliminary look. We might change our mind. And look, there are going to be some weeks where you're like, I just don't feel strongly. There'll be and maybe next week. We love like 10 out of the games. So, you know, you don't need to bet on everything. You know, that's the thing. And I think some people get lost in that. 
you do not need to bet on every game. If there's games that you just don't have a strong feel on, then, you know, don't put money on it unless, you know, unless you feel like, oh, I, I need to put money on this because I'm watching it. All right. Don't put a lot. Right. <laughs> don't put a lot. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we got one more game. Oh, we 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 interrupt our, our lines here to tell Adam Ronis that I hit the over on the Astros Red Sox game. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish I put money on that because I was looking at that, too. And I was like, yeah, this game is going over only. But the only thing that bothers me, is like, uh, yeah, it seems so obvious, like these games have been going over. But when you look at the way these teams are like, how could you not take the over? Right. Yeah, they're all stick. No pitching. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because the last two days, games four and five, it took until the ninth inning for it to go over. It looked bleak. And then especially game four, it was 2-2 in the ninth. You're like, oh, shit. And then boom, here we go. So, um, yeah, so that means uh, game six over again. Maybe they push that line to 10 for game six. They'll probably push that line to 10 for game six. We'll have to wait and see. All right, let's wrap things up here, Adam. Uh, <laughs> Adam Duval just hit a home run for the Braves. One oh, month. I love that, too. Adam Duval. No, two nothing. My bad. Two not Two nothing. I think I have uh, I think I have the prop on uh, on Austin Riley. I have a prop on Corey Seager over one and a half total bases. Good luck with that one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Monday Night Football. We've stalled long enough. I know it's going to be the slowest pace game. Each team's going to run twelve plays each. Saints visiting the Seahawks. Saints are a four and a half point favorite. I, you know. I'm I'm going just with the Monday night home dog situation here. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's disgusting. There's nothing to love about Geno Smith. The Saints are coming off of a bye. But I mean, are the Saints have the Saints been a team that you look at and say that they should definitely be like a, a four and a half point favorite in this one? Or are we just, you know, ah, I can't do it, man. I gotta stay with uh, I, I hate to side with Geno Smith here, but that's where I'm going. Yeah, and you can get it on FanDuel Sportsbook five and a half. So you can always shop around. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so I'm with you on that too. Uh, it's just we we've seen these Monday night dogs cover and sometimes win straight up, uh, and it's just the Saints are not a team that you can feel confident backing with this many points right now with the way they play. So, and you know, last week, uh, even with Geno Smith. They were down 14 nothing to Pittsburgh, and they came back and they covered. So uh, he did not look good. Uh, he's not good under pressure, but you know maybe he finds a way to keep it close. And again, I, I don't see the Saints running away against teams. Uh, I know they did in Week One against Green Bay. We saw a couple of uh, aberrations Week One. Again, Buffalo lost to Pittsburgh. How did that happen? Kind of like the preseason Week One. So uh, I'll take the, the points with Seattle as well. All right. So there you have it, guys. That's our uh, our leans for week seven. Uh, you can catch. Uh, well, you know, if you uh, if you're a famous fantasy alarm subscriber, you can talk to Adam and I of uh, a little closer to game time on our discord channels there. Um, we can chime in about that. But uh, you can catch me on the, the live stream for uh, wager alarm on Friday night when Craig Mission and I make our final picks for the Westgate Super Contest and the Golden Nugget Ultimate Football Challenge. All right. Good stuff, Adam. Always a pleasure to uh, to extend the radio show and uh, and get a chance to do a, an extra podcast with you. 
Uh, any any final words of wisdom you want to share with everybody before we get out? Uh, go Dodgers. It worked yesterday, so hopefully it works again. Son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. They're trailing 2 nothing as we... Yeah, I know. I'm just saying you always got to do that. But I'm stating facts, bro. 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 It's going to do it for us here on the Eddie Podcast. I'm Howard Bender for Adam Rodas. We'll catch you next time.